Just to break it down the night, uh, you know, it started off with Ember Moon uh, recapping her intention of why she came to NXT is to become the NXT Women's Champion. Later on, we had Atlas versus Adonis in a match. Atlas defeat Adonis via pinfall. Is that theory? Nope, Jake Atlas. Yeah, <laughs> they look similar, but like, yeah, but yeah. I'm surprised they didn't give that much push for Adonis. But I think they have. I think at the moment, Jake, um, Jake Atlas, it's they're trying to push first, then Adonis mm-hmm. will be the next round of people for for the cruiserweight. Follow with that is Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory. We have Gargano defeating Theory via pinfall. Uh, from there, we have the number one contendership match for the women's championship, NXT championship, Candice LeRae versus um, Shaiz Blackheart. Uh, fortunately, LeRae defeated Blackheart via pinfall to become the new number one con- uh, contendership for the belt for the Halloween Havoc. Uh, Stor- Tony Storm returned to NXT US and her first opponent is Aaliyah with Robert Stone, the Stone production. And Storm, of course, defeated Aaliyah via pinfall. Uh, Killian Dame and Drake Mavericks versus Imperium. These two were going out for the number one uh, contendership for the tag team bell, which is currently uh, Brizango. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imperium wants to surprise us with a win over Dane and Mavericks via pinfall. And for the North American Championship bell, which I believe it was the last match of the night, it was our North American champion Damian Priest versus Dexter Luminous. And not a surprise, Priest is still our NXT North American champion. Um, I could say up front is that I'm surprised that the Tony Storm match is getting some low scores. We're getting like three stars or below. Yeah, I would say the match wasn't so great. Um, Mm. But it's not a warm up for Tony Storm because it's a different division. You get to US, the style's a little different. And also, the first person that she got was Aaliyah. So her Mm. wrestling. IQ or ring like expertise is not so great. So Tony Storm looked a little bit off when she was wrestling. She she performed well, but you could tell it's not the same Tony Storm as the former champion and as how she used to wrestle in UK. But I like that she returned, which was great. Yeah. She looks good, and she's she's gonna it's gonna be a good improvement for the women's division for NXT. Even though they didn't need her, but adding her to the to the mix, it's it's great, especially for for them. Well, the thing that we're seeing here is that she uh, she is definitely going to bring eye candy because mm-hmm. she is a beautiful woman, first of all. And off, and top it off, she's an amazing wrestler yeah. in her division. You know, she has wrestled in the Indies, in the UK, you know what I'm saying? Pretty worldwide. So her being part of the U.S. Uh, brand, uh, we could definitely predict that she could definitely be with the team red or blue within maybe six months top, depending yeah. on how the story works between her and Ember Moon for the uh, contendership spot. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm kind of sad that, you know, it was not the best performance by a good uh, people crit- uh, critiquing it. But, you know, I'm just happy that she, 
you know, she's still with NXT and doing uh, some great job, even though I think her uh, her partner is in uh, AEW, which okay. is yeah. kind of cool. So uh, with that also being mentioned, it, uh, William Regal announced that uh, Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez will have a match in Halloween Havoc. Um, I'm not sure if this is really good for the storyline or it was just like a filler what, i feel like they, I feel they needed this match too because they've been beefing for like almost a month which which is fine but i feel like this should be culminate their feud between the two when mm-hmm, lose or draw whoever gets it doesn't affect neither i feel like it helps more verkel because she's like moving on up in the division yeah. okay. but um I like that she's getting a feud with somebody legit like Rhea Ripley. So when for her win, loss, or draw, this benefits more Raquel than Rhea. I feel Rhea is doing it to help to boost the division up and making her as like a a big star in the division. But I think they need. I was expecting this to happen at NXT Takeover Thirty One, but I'm guessing mm. they rolled it over for for this pay per view. And I think also Regal had. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with Zia Lee. But I know Zia Lee requested a match for next week, or I don't know what's going on over there. But her and Boar, I don't know what's, if it's like a um some type of mafia or something. I don't know what's going on. It's, but it's, it's intriguing, it's be but a I mafia. just I don't know what's gonna happen. But I want to see what they do with Zia Lee because they've done factions correctly in NXT. Let's see what they could do with like a female being the spearhead of the division of that faction. It'll be interesting, and in, in, I don't think Zia Lee will be much of the uh, the leader. I think they might build more out of it. I think she will be more of the eye candy, okay. in my personal opinion. Uh, just just a need to attract people to be like, oh wow, she's part of this group, versus like, hey, uh, you know, she's running this group because mm-hmm. she's not that uh, talkative. You yeah, know what I'm saying? True. She doesn't have that type of uh, uh, charisma mm-hmm. compared to other females that we have seen. You know what I'm saying? Like Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley yeah. could definitely talk on her own, defend on her own. She could be with the group or with the partner and, you know, she'll stand out. Zia Lee, I, I don't know how that's going to work out because, you know, um, the one thing I, I I'm not too fond with WWE is like they don't really do much compensation for foreign um, wrestlers because okay. instead of using their language as a tool, I think the only try- one sorry, it's been asked is the only one that they've like let go and it's been working out good but everybody else they haven't no and that's my point i mean back then even when uh vince and shane was doing the voiceover of uh uh of uh oh my god like they used to do voiceover for certain people you know what i'm saying and it was like why why can't you just you know have subtitles you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. especially if it's being pre-recorded i feel like a, their language is a powerful tool. You should just be able to have them be them and be able to translate it for us to read it. And then we'd be like, all right, cool. We, you know, we feel the passion because I feel like they might be more comfortable in that area versus them forcing them to speak English, which is not, it's not an easy language. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not easy at all. Even if you've been here for what, six, seven 13 years yeah. not everybody get english that yeah. and i feel know. like the only people that have done it an okay job sort of in the beginning was aw i think you had michael nakasawa um translating for riho in the beginning but that kind of got dropped so it's just i feel like they have to have a fine balance between the talent 
the manager and the combination of both because one could overthrow the other one. But mm-hmm. I feel they just have to either let them do their thing and kind of express themselves how they are, which they don't with Asuka. I don't mm-hmm. know. They didn't take the same route with Chinsuke, and you see what's happening. He went from basically going for the main heavyweight to now he's in the tag team, which is fine, but it's just like he's just in the tag team. Like I feel like he's a single star. So he should like be a more emphasis on him, and he's got the skill and stuff. But it's let's see what happens. I'm just, it's just interesting what they're doing with somebody with Zaylee because they rebranded her a couple of times, but she started losing streaks. So let's see if, if that's hopefully she takes picks it up again and, and starts winning it all over again. Of course. Uh, another tension uh, here is the tag team uh, match between Imperium and Dean and Maverick. My personal opinion is that I think they dropped the ball in this area because if Maverick and Dean has been uh, one of your uh, more pop mm-hmm. on the social media, I feel like they should have been the one facing Brizango for this pay-per-view, not Imperium. Imperium seems to be getting like I think it might assembled. Be, I'm sorry. I think it might be on the speed of era going against Brizango. I think. Um, I think, I think I missed a match. Yeah, I, I think on the Spirit Era, it was supposed to be on the Spirit Era versus only Lorcan and Danny Burch for the number one contenders. So I think they're facing. I, I did yeah. overlook that. Um, My bad. But um, wow, Imperium taking the win. I was expecting it, which you know it, it kind of makes sense. You can't have Imperium losing, but um, Maverick uh. and Killing Dane, they um, they trying to make something happen. I feel like at first I hated it because it was just like they're completely two opposites, and I feel like they were trying to do what Kane and um, Daniel Bryan were doing, sort of or like the big show and basically putting somebody big and somebody small, like Rey Mysterio and Batista, like kind of opposites put together. So I feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's merging a little bit. I feel like Killing Dane, we're seeing more personality out of him because of Drake Maverick, so he's benefiting from that interaction. But I don't know. I think there's a limit to this, but. It should be. It's interesting, and I feel like NXT. This is kind of their comedy for like kind of some type of like bringing stuff down a little bit. So it's good for Kenny Dane because it helps in his like personality and mm-hmm. it boosts up Jake Maverick because he would have been stuck in two or five, and he would have done anything. You know what I'm saying? So at least it's good for both. But it should be interesting how how they make this work. Away and, from uh, and I do apologize. I did overlook that one important note is that it's it's undisputed error versus um Burke and uh Lorkin mm-hmm. for the number one contendership. Undisputed error is facing them in the ha- Halloween Havoc. Um again, my apologies for overlooking that note. But I would um, say sorry, um it is an eye candy. If you go back to that like segment when they were both talking, Kyle O'Reilly big plus I, i'm liking how they're making him be the not the the speaker of undisputed era but i I feel like adam Cole's giving the reins to him and he's becoming kind of like a single star and danny oh, oh i think it was lorkin kind of like threw a dig about the situation that happened to rich holland because not because of him he got injured he's like forget about rich holland uh, we're in front of you he you know he'll be back some other time now it's we're facing you so i feel like they touch upon the situation that happened last week but kind of like go back to you know to the present and face us route who cares about what happened with rich Holland? so i like how they 
touch up on what was going on, but it was just like serious business going on. But I like that little segment and Kyle O'Reilly, big props. Hopefully that that pays off later on as as a single single star. Yes, definitely do. Uh, but uh, Undisputed Era definitely is the seems to write eye candy mm-hmm. uh, for the match. Um, I believe if we go, if we're looking at the AEW side, they were going toe to toe with the uh, NXT AEW tag team match mm-hmm. with FTR versus uh, the best friend. So it, it seems like they were kind of in sync in a way, but uh, AEW had a whole different program for the one year anniversary, which I think we could definitely jump into. I mean, like Candice LeRae becoming the number one contendership. It's not a surprise. I mean, like, but I feel like ideal? there's something going no. on with. I feel like, in, um, I think Indy Hartwell, um, she helped out and she gave him the brass mm-hmm. knuckles. So she I feel did. that's something there because I think, um, Indy Hartwell gave last week a TV for them to watch, which is kind of crazy, like a big TV. So I don't know if she's trying to give her gifts to kind of like, I gave you gifts, you she wants something in return, or she wants to mm-hmm. join the Gargano way. I don't know what's going on over there, but I feel like Indy Hartwell, she might be in the midst of this um, title picture. So I don't know if she's up next or she's the next person facing Candice LeRae or something, but it should be interesting how they incorporated her. Uh, I think she might just be an accomplice or maybe be added on to the Garganos, you know what I'm saying, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I I saw that. I was like, hey, if that's how LeRae won, then cool. That's a really heelish type Mm -hmm. of... um, uh, approach uh i i would like to see more of of different um competitors you know what i'm saying for the aew belt of uh, nxt belt then you know the same people because like again in the halloween havoc it was announced that not only are we going to get ripley versus um raquel but we're also going to get johnny gargano versus damian priest again and we're also going to see uh, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai again mm-hmm. in a match. But so it's like they their fate it's in shot to Blackheart's hand. So she at the end of the show she kind of like she because since since she's the host of Halloween Havoc, um, she's spinning the wheel of doom. So she's picking the stipulation of the matches for both of them. Mm. But they, I thought she was gonna spin it at the end of the of the show, but I guess she didn't. So I don't know if she's gonna roll over for next week. Or there might be some type of social media, but I was one the the, mm. the whole episode ended. I went online and looked at their picture. Somebody took a still of it. They they have different interesting matches. So there's uh, the ones that I, I saw was um casket match, um ambulance, hell in a cell, kind of extreme rules type of matches, and one that's they have a couple of that's Shotzi's choice. So I hope that it lands on her and she could change it in the middle of the match, like how Gargano, I think it was Gargano and Adam Cole had the three out of five falls or something. Like they have to win a couple of matches, three out of five, two, two out of three yeah. falls. Yeah. So I hope they make something like that, that like after a certain limit, the match changes to non DQ or something, make it difficult for the Gargano. So it should be interesting how they put Halloween have it together. But I like, I like Shotzi as a, as a host. And also I like this spin of like her being the one, choosing the destiny for the Garganos, which is it could be pretty cool to see a Halloween Havoc. Yeah. And it's it's um again it it's an event that we should enjoy in a sense, but uh recycling some same ideas is just a little bit like um 
it's it's not that attractive to the eye. That's all I True. gotta say on that. You know what I'm saying? But, but it works because I feel like Halloween that haven't been used in a while, so I like that no they, the pay per view idea yeah. is fine. It's the match, the cards. It's the cards True. that I'm not too fond. And of. And I don't because... think nothing's gonna change. I wanted to. I for me, I think we we talked about it in a couple episodes before about mm-hmm. the NXT takeover. I personally wanted Candice LeRae, or I I I think I said Gargano winning. I think it's Gargano we wanted. I wanted you know something like to something to change, but I feel like they're trying to keep everything. Like up to par for now. I don't know if they went for summer, um, not summer slam, Survivor Series, and after that they might reshuffle people around in the division. But they should be interesting. But I, I don't think Io, Io Shirai could lose it. Damien maybe, because he he's been close to losing a couple of times. I even at regular matches, not even like pay per view. The one that he had against Dexter Lumis was pretty close. So it, I, I, I hope they they do something different with the division pretty soon because it'll be stale like how the main the main roster is completely agree i mean and of course austin theory losing in nxt is like he's the kurt hawkins of nxt it's very unattractive i i I just don't i don't comprehend this it it just like it blows my mind but i heard the province lucha talk if you made it this far we say thank you for sticking around and we appreciate you if you found us by accident and you enjoy the show, man, we just got two words for you, man. Follow us, man. Yes, we are on the social media. We are on uh, Facebook, Insta, the Twitter, as well as the YouTube, you know, just like and subscribe. And also for those who have iPhones, man, we're in the uh, Apple podcast. Just give us that five star in the comment where we know exactly what we can improve on. And as well as those who are not Apple users, those who are getting the Android Pixel 5, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got Spotify. So enjoy that. And, you know, also give us that five-star rating so i am your boy jay aguila and i say good night buenas noches peace